Are we transphobic? Do you think so? No. <laughs> God, we're done. Uh, no, I, I don't believe we are. I think we're asshole phobic. I think that the, the, the big difference with being transphobic and the places we're in is that we see the people taking advantage of being trans for clout, for attention, f- to take advantage of other spaces. But there are a handful of people who are transgender, and I have no issues with those people. Like Blair White. I have no issues with trans men. It's just the trans Buck women. Angel. Blair White. Blair White. Love Blair White. Buck Angel. Buck Angel's great too. It's all about how respectful a person is. Yeah. Like you can't scream at someone and demand respect and for them to listen and order them to do what you say. Like that's not how adults communicate. No, you can't go into a prison and claim a different gender or go into a sentencing and claim a different gender to get a lightened sentence. Number one, it shouldn't happen that way. Number two, you should be able to change your gender to change your sentencing or change where you're going to prison. It's it's a matter of we're not transphobic. We just have a big disliking for people who manipulate and take advantage of situations. I don't like bullies. Or the the word we can't say that starts with a G. Can't we not say that here? G. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of them They can are. say turf, but they can't, well, you can't, can't say, say the G word. Yeah. Um, well, they are, they are um, essentially pushing these ideas on kids. And, that too. And it's, it's sad because of the mental health issues we're seeing in the world today. People are adopting this mentality because they want the attention. And it's sad because if you're not taking advantage, like knowingly taking advantage, subconsciously you are. Ask any trans man mm. before, during, after... The transition, why do they want to be viewed as a man? Mm. For the power, for the for people to look at them, to talk to them differently. It's never because they really feel like a man. Sometimes you will, but they want the leverage of being seen as a man. The, the twisted thing of all this is that nobody can agree on what uh, not only a woman is, but what a trans woman is. Because what I thought trans women is someone with gender dysphoria disorder who you know, needs mental help and their last resort is transitioning. But now trans woman means anyone who identifies as a woman, which goes into a very slippery slope and it's very dangerous, especially for women. And for the women who are like, oh, that once in a while that happens. I mean, you have to think about it this way. If you had a daughter, would you be saying that if she were to put herself into situations that, oh, well, that's not going to happen. She can, uh, she can walk into that bathroom by herself well, the trans woman follows in after her. Some big, burly woman. I mean, the first thing I'm doing is, uh-uh, I'm going right the fuck in there. But these people have this, like, naivety that bad things happen once in a while. I mean, why do we make laws? Because bad shit happens. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. <laughs> because people take advantage of situations. Exactly. So what are we doing here? You think that doesn't seem like a perfect setup for someone to take advantage of someone? It does. Absolutely. That's why, that's why you had the incidents happen in the spa. With the GameStop. It's ma'am. It's ma'am. Mm-hmm. You had that happen. Prisons. You have people like Jessica Yaniv, who Blair covered perfectly. And if you want to talk about creepy, Jessica Yaniv is creepy. First yeah. of all, she is a P word. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the but other one. She is someone who has an un- unnatural uh, a liking to children. Yes. She keeps going for young girls. It's these trans women who are like... I demand this, and I demand this because I identify as a woman. Uh, no. No, 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 no. You can't just go around and demand people wax your nuts. You can't say you're a woman and demand people wax your nuts, because if you're a woman, then you don't have nuts. Uh, 
So that doesn't make any sense. And then you'll hear these people go, well, pe- women can have nuts and have periods and all this shit. And yeah, like women. How? Need, women don't need to have how women anatomy. What, yeah. what like, psycho land are we living in at this point? You know, I did want to touch on this uh, gender dysphoria mm-hmm. versus gender euphoria. Because, oh. because hang on a second. I don't believe that you need gender dysphoria to experience gender euphoria. Does that make sense? So I, I do believe there's a difference between gender euphoria and gender dysphoria. And the big difference is you don't need gender dysphoria to experience gender euphoria. You ever wear something really nice and you're like, ooh, I look great. You ever see those TikTok trends where it's like, would you fuck the male version of yourself? Have you seen those, though? I'm glad I haven't. But okay. I, now I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people do them. And they're like, oh, I look so good. It's super vain, oh, number one. But number two, <laughs> p- you, you're conditioned to feel good about yourself when you dress up. If you like men's clothing, if you like men's clothing and you dress more masculine, normally you're going to feel better. That's why you have older dykes dressing like older dykes. It's not dysphoria causing that. It's your own brain going, I like how I look. Good. I'm glad you experienced that. But you don't need to have dysphoria to experience that. And if you don't have the dysphoria, you're not trans transgender. Not at all. So the whole concept that these people are trans but they don't have gender dysphoria just really, really throws me completely off board. If you have gender dysphoria, I believe you're transgender. It can be solved, but like if you're an adult who's been going through this and you have gender dysphoria, truly believe, yes, you are. And I have nothing against that. But if you're going to sit there and say that, oh, it's not that bad, but like... I like when I dress like a dude. You just like cross-dressing. It's okay. They're creating new definitions for words that have existed for a very long time, which is very confusing. You can't communicate that way at all. The gender euphoria thing, uh, the first time I had actually heard of that was that TikTok that I sent you with the teacher, with the little kid who came up to the teacher and said, I like you. And then they were talking about the pronouns, and she said that she got gender euphoria from this child talking to her about gender Which sex. Which is like a rush of good feelings, yeah, from that. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I got gender, which is sex organ. When you say gender, I think sex organs. Talking about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're talking about something like gender. It's private. Those are your private parts. You don't have to go beyond that. But why are you talking to children about this? And you're getting some sort of sick euphoria from it? You shouldn't be around children. I couldn't imagine being in school and hearing, you see, some boys don't have peepees. Some some boys have vaginas. I wouldn't be able, my parents would have gone down there and started a fucking riot. Because that's something, they they were only allowed to talk to me about that stuff. That's my private parts. That means it's for me and people who are concerned with my safety there, not people who want to fucking push ideas on my brain. Yeah, I have to question any adult who wants to talk to children about uh, their their sexual parts, their gender. It's it's fucking twisted. It's weird. And parents shouldn't fucking allow this at all. I hate when the teachers are like, my kids. It's like, no, they're not your fucking kids. No, you're there to teach. This is your job. You're not indoctrinating anyone with your fucking ideology. It's fucking psycho. And children can't fucking comprehend any of that shit anyway. So you're no. just confusing them and putting a whole bunch of bullshit on their shoulders that they shouldn't have in the fucking first place. They're fucking psychopaths. It's it's sadistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These schools aren't doing shit about it. No, well, they're trying with the don't say gay thing. Well, thank fucking Christ. 
And everyone's just like, oh, no, I can't talk about my love life. It's like you can say you With have a wife. children. Like, what the fuck, You can say dude. you have a wife. You just can't say me and my wife like to go to Pride and do this and that and the other thing. You can be like, hey, me and my wife go camping sometimes. Cool. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You're there to fucking teach, not talk about your goddamn personal exactly. life. Exactly. It's like, what'd you do over summer? Oh, me and my wife went camping. What'd you guys do? Done. Next. That's it. Or how about I went camping? Well, it doesn't say that you can't say that you're like in a relationship. It just says that you can't talk about that stuff. You Which shouldn't. Is fine. I agree completely. You, you shouldn't. shouldn't. No. 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 You, fucking they don't weird. Need to know about your fucking intimate details in life. No. And you see these teachers on TikTok crying about, hey, what am I supposed to do? And you're supposed to teach, you dumb bitch. The idea is that they don't feel alone in the world, but like, you're not alone if you're gay anymore. You have the entire internet to show you that. And like, even Christians don't hate gays anymore. That gays bad. aren't oppressed anymore. What the fuck? Like, genuinely, Christians used to be up my ass, but now... Dude. They're they're way more content with me. Yeah. So, like, I can't even say... Because <laughs> at least we can say what a fucking woman is. Yeah. Well, not all of us gays, because some of us are, like, indoctrinated into this crazy, <laughs> crazy shit, but... You're gay. Yeah, I, I like pussy. I like women. I've oh, seen, and I know what a woman is, I've seen too. women are. By <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah. We like teams. women. Real women, you know? You know? People yeah. born with vaginas, <laughs> adult human female, and then they're like, you're transphobic because you won't date trans women. Uh, are you going to date a frog? Are you frog phobic? Like, what are we doing here? The fucking, their brains are mush. And they're trying to, like, like a typical man, trying to manipulate the situation so they could get what they fucking want. Manipulating girls like, oh, like, <laughs> you're not gay. You just haven't had a good dick, deep dicking yet. It's the same fucking shit. It's just the guy who's saying that is calling me transphobic and thinks he's a woman. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking shit. You're still a dude. You still act like a dude. And you're still an asshole like a dude. We're not transphobic. We just really hate people who use things to, to take people down. Asshole phobic. We'll keep going. Are we feminists? <laughs> we kind of talked about this for a minute uh do you want to start or do you want me to i don't even know what the fuck a feminist is anymore from what i knew about feminism was bra burning uh equal rights like getting the vote kind of women and women keeping getting keep, they continue to get arrested for protesting like with burning bras going to uh, buildings and shit like that Not yeah like this this is something else. This this uh, feminism of today is um, misogynistic feminism in in all uh, its core beliefs. Yes, I would say so because feminism feminism of today is giving rights and pushing for trans women and pretty much going against real women. Pretty much saying that trans women and their feelings are more important than biological fucking real women. That's what it's come to now. Now the feminists are defending Dylan guys. People with fucking penises. Dylan. That's not feminism. No, what are you doing, bitch? Feminism used to be so much better than what it is now. There was a... um, a women's rally in New York City, I believe it was. Don't quote me on this. It was just the other day. And these trans activists who were very fucking violent. They this was supposed are. to be a peaceful protest. They seem to be often violent. We're going fucking crazy. No, there we go. There shows the difference between the trans 
those psychopaths and, and the real feminists who are like going for women's rights, you can see the difference because the women are being violent. Hmm, I wonder why. Because that's naturally how not, we not, are. It's not what they do. But the trans women are being violent and their uh, peers, you know. Their associates. <laughs> their associates. <laughs> They're all fucking crazy and violent, which shows you two things. Number one, mental instability. Number two, they're men. Yeah. And they're being controlled by men. The women or the non-binaries, the, the associates. The they thems. The they thems. The those people over there. I, I, I really thought I was a feminist for the longest time, you know, when I was younger. Not now. Not now. Because it really was more like, like, hearing the difference in sentencing, mm-hmm. that just baffles me. I don't care if you're biologically a woman or biologically a man. I don't care if you switch genders. You should be getting the same time for of someone. If you want to sit here and say that I'm against women, fine. But I'm not against women. Feminism in itself is equality amongst men and women. And if you're not serving the same time for the same crime, it's not fucking equal. Well... How can you even be a feminist if nobody can fucking define what woman is? Exactly. So you're going to let people, number one, because we weren't equal to begin with, mm-hmm. you're going to let people come in and manipulate the system. So was I a feminist? Yes. Am I kind of anti-feminist now? I guess so, because every last feminist who has stepped up, stepped up to the party has sit there and fucked us in the ass and left us to fucking rot. And yeah. that's why so many people say that we need to defend ourselves, but we're sitting here defending ourselves and nobody gives a damn. They just want to keep attacking. Listen. Fucking listen. You, you gotta sit here and vocalize out because there's so many women who probably agree with things but won't speak out. And this new wave of feminism is not any good. If you're gonna sit there and apply... What we've been fighting for to the people we've been fighting against, then maybe you need to look back in the mirror. Think for two seconds. It is based in misogyny because every single one of these women just want to bend to the will of a man so that people will like them. Yep. I'm probably more of a feminist than they are because I truly want equality and I truly want people to shut the fuck up and just keep it equal for people. I don't I know there's Things that make it hard to be equal, but like crimes, punishments, those kind of things. Mm-mm. Sitting there and being able to change your gender to get in other spaces. No. Mm-mm. I'm not for it. Me either. What's the next? Uh, okay. Was it four, uh, 2000, uh, four years ago? It was 2018. Yeah. So I was, let's see, 18. 15, 2014. No, I was in the 2012. I can't remember when I got on Benzos exactly. <laughs> I know I was on them when I was at Buff State. So we're just going to say. So... I started on benzos in 2012. I had a shit ton of anxiety. I was going through some shit, of course, family stuff. So a psychiatrist prescribed them for me and then didn't really care. Uh, I lost that psychiatrist, bounced off to another one. They kept me on that same prescription. And um, it wasn't working. I noticed that the benzos never really worked. I would take them and I would take them. I would have to take sometimes three to five at a time in order to feel sort of like any effect. But what I did realize was that I was having rages. Angry? Severe rages. I would get completely irritable. Before or on the benzo? On the benzos. When I was on the benzos after like months and months and months of being on them, I started getting more irritable. My sleep became absolute shit. So my psychiatrist put me on sleep meds as well. They usually do. Mm Mm-hmm. I was very suicidal. At that point in my life as well, I was uh, self-harm. wasn't good. I was completely self-destructing. The funny thing about benzos was 
when I took them as they were prescribed, they didn't do anything. But once I took a handful of them, that's when I actually felt, felt the effects. So every time I went back to my psychiatrist, I'd say, it's not working, and they put me on a different benzo. I'd do that for like a month or two. Say, it's not working, they'd up the prescription. A month or two, go back, it's not really working still, we'll put you on this one. Then we'll put you back on Xanax. And it was like back and forth. And my mental health wasn't getting any better. So I decided that I'm prob- I probably should get off them because they weren't really benefiting me at all. So I had a new psychiatrist because I got bounced around so much. I mean, you know what that's like. Ugh. And she was the worst psychiatrist I had ever seen been around in my life she didn't look me in the eyes she was like talking in a little hand recorder and writing down just very robotic asking me questions and then i said i want to get off benzos and she said you can get off them in four days um and then sent me on my way and i was like there's no fucking way i can't how i had been on them for fucking years and years and years and she wanted me to get off them in four days in a matter of days yeah so i did my research and that's when i found out that you can die from getting off of benzos you can have you seizures have. and die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing that, and I didn't listen to that psychopath. Why would you? You may have had issues, but I don't think you wanted to die like that. Exactly. So I decided that I was going to get off them in my own way. Uh, I didn't know how long it was going to take, but I started off with you know what I would usually take a day, and I would take a quarter of that away. So if I took... One milligram pill, for example, I would take 75% of that pill, and I would do that for two weeks. Then I cut down another quarter, did that for two weeks. Another quarter, two weeks, and it took me three months to actually get off them, but I did get off them. And doing it that way was way easier. Oh, I'm sure. Way fucking easier because because it was such a slow process, it was really hard to tell that. I don't think my body could tell as much that I was winning off. If I would have, like, cut by half, then I would have started fucking... Be- I actually felt okay. I didn't... Angry? Once I finally got, got off them, yeah, well, you were I was still... Off, did you feel as angry? Did it, like, start fading, or did you just kind of, like... No, it was still there. It was just as bad, just kind of... Yeah, it was still there. But there was more of a relief with my sleep and my depression. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, the depression thing. Anger, fuck. Yeah. I mean, I told you, it wasn't until I actually got on Wellbutrin that my rage is completely... Gone. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But I had to get off fucking benzos first. Yeah. Xanax was the last one I was on. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the mental health game is fucked. Absolutely. But you can do it. Another thing that really helped me while I was getting off benzos was keeping a schedule. Mm -hmm. Like an hourly schedule of what I had to do for the day. So I had no time to really think about, you know. Issues. Taking a benzo or any of that stuff. There he goes. (laughs) You have anything you want to add? Because that's been pretty much, yeah, how I got off them. You see, I've had, I haven't had any uh, medications like that because I just recently started working on my mental health. But I will say that the game of getting a good provider is ridiculous. And furthermore, if you're a receptionist and you're a bitch to people mm. with mental health, then you honestly should just go on live yourself. Go, go ahead and cancel your subscription to life because you are going to cause someone to do it anyways. Let me just say that I haven't seen my psychiatrist in a while. My mental health has not been great. And you want to know why? I had an appointment they canceled on me and then scheduled me out for three months. I don't even have a prescription that long. So you want to know why people are sitting here offing themselves when they actually have issues that they're not posting about online? It's because they're trying, like a bitch. But there's motherfuckers who are resentful and spiteful just to be at work, sitting behind a desk, 
and just because you have questions about your goddamn mental health. So, yeah. I used to get terrible headaches, by the way. Mm-hmm. So that I guess this is my little thing. warning for if anything happens, I blame that psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have been through so many psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors, and therapists. I'll tell you one thing. I was able to stay with a certain therapist and a doctor for a long time because their receptionists weren't assholes. I'm sure. Because I had, I had agoraphobia fucking severely bad, so I had to cancel a lot. And instead of giving me shit... They said, okay, when would you like to schedule next? They give me shit. They always, they, they, that was the only place that where I didn't have some crotchety old bitch answering the phone, giving me a fucking hard time. It's like, you're talking to someone who has mental issues. You're going to give this fucking person a hard time? You're supposed to help them, you dumb bitch. Let me just play out the conversation exactly how it went for me. Um, excuse me. You didn't get that letter in the mail that we sent you? Uh, no, I only went to one appointment. I didn't expect anything in the mail. Oh, well, we canceled your future appointments, and you were supposed to call and get a new provider. Why the fuck didn't you tell me? Why didn't you call me? Leave a voicemail. Good luck. <laughs> you sent me a letter in the mail, like we're in the fucking Stone Age, about my <laughs> mental fucking health when everyone has at least a cell phone and a computer and some way of contacting me. You have several forms of contacting me, and you sent a fucking letter to... To tell me I can't get medication. To tell me I don't have anyone working on my head. Just doesn't make any sense to me. If I was in any position like that, I would be so much more respectful because I know what it's like to be in those shoes. But I don't know. I guess people are just assholes. Like you said, not transphobic, assholephobic. Not a feminist. I don't know what I am. I'm depressed. Stop being a victim. I'm not. <laughs> the more you know. Well, yeah, no, but these, these bitches need to fucking just go find a different job. Go find a different job. It pisses me off so bad. You're going to sit there and be an asshole? Oh, I know. Trust someone, me. To someone who wants to off themselves anyways, you think you're not going to push that button just a little bit more when they're talking about something? It's super, super important. Fuck you. Fuck you, bitch. Eh. Assholes. Why are you working with mental health patients? If you don't have any compassion, why are you working with mental health patients? It's like hating animals and becoming a vet tech. I know. <laughs> it's like it's like They're hating, always middle-aged bitches. It's like hating fast food and working at a McDonald's. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why? I don't know. That's the question. Comment below and let us know. Would you? Yeah, if you're a goddamn receptionist and you're an asshole, you better let me know why. <laughs> Someone pissed in her cornflakes. <laughs> That's why. Her cornflakes? Yo, I'm telling you, they're, they're just not getting... They're fucking the doctor and mad that the wife's not fucking in the know. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <sighs> fucking. Fucking. 